I can't even put into words how valuable that kind of friend is. The friend who, if they can't pick you up, Tope, when you are flat on the ground, if they can't pick you up, they will lay on the ground with you until you can stand back up. Hello there. Welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tope. I'm excited to have you here. I'm your host, Dr. Tope Kiku. Everyone wants to feel happy, but it's easy to lose hope in this chaotic world that's full of so many problems. And so today, this podcast is all about helping you discover the hidden treasures in your trials so you can renew your confidence and live in freedom. If you're going through a difficult season in life, and you need encouragement, you'll find support here. My guest on the show today, hmm, she thought she was going to be an undercover FBI agent. But guess what? She ended up to be an author, a blogger, and a full-time speaker. She encourages uh, and challenges her audiences to live kicked up, to live life kicked up a notch. She's been described as a I wish you could see her right now. She's been described as a hoot with a capital H. She enjoys making people laugh, and she's been doing that for over a decade. It's such a delight uh, to just look at her from across the screen. She's been featured in Lifeway Magazine, Women's World, uh, Mature Living, Christianity and Christianity Today, and many other publications. She's also a friend and the co-director of the Christian Communicator Conference. So if you think your life is running ragged right now, just sit back and get ready to have your fuzzy socks knocked off. So please join me in welcoming Tammy Whitehurst to the show today. Tammy, welcome. Welcome to Treasures and Truth with Tope. Tope, I am so glad to be here. Let me just tell you, girl. Yes. Uh, I was so excited to be here. I actually shaved my legs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what? You're, you're not even going to, you're not even seeing my legs, but that's how excited I was. I got up early this morning. Uh-huh. I shaved my legs. I did the whole thing as if, as if we were going to be sitting face to face looking at each other. And so I just want to tell you, I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you, Tammy. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, so Tammy, so you shared a little bit about, um, being an under, wanting to be an undercover agent. Um, and I know you've taught middle school, uh, for 15 years, uh, before you came into ministry. So tell me a little bit, some of your secrets. Oh, tell you a few of my secrets. Well, yes. I'll start by saying mm-hmm. that most people say I'm somewhere between caviar and collard greens. <laughs> So if we are somewhere between caviar and collard greens, yeah. I, I like to say I'm Texas raised Jesus saved and love all things cheetah. And let me tell you, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. That's what I am. And oh, how amazing that grace truly is, Tope, because I have certainly dealt with tough issues in my life, everything from 
forgiveness issues to some situational depression several years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, we also have to come to the realization at some point that not everybody's going to like us. Yes. And yes, that, that's one that just, you know, sometimes that's the toughest one that yes. not everybody's going to like us. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to secrets, I have found that secrets will make you sick mm-hmm. and secrets will make you sin because when the enemy can have a secret on you, mm-hmm. he will whisper in your ear. That secret shame. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is always going to whisper your name. Amen. uh, Amen to that. From that, that's where we can find amazing grace. And we can find hope so that we can keep running this race with endurance. When it comes to my secrets, I'll just open it up and I'll tell you this one. Because I have a talk that usually... Well, people think of me as this funny person on a stage a lot of times, but when I speak at retreats, when I speak more than once, yeah, I do silly and serious. We laugh because a merry heart does good like medicine. And the reason why I think that God had to let us know that a merry heart does good like medicine mm-hmm. is because we all were going to go th- through things in our lives yes. where we needed a whopping dose of that. Yes. Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It's called the talk that I do is called forgive for good. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about forgiveness all day long today. We can talk about why we need to do it. We can talk about why it can burden us, why it can hold us back. Mm-hmm. God makes a big deal out of forgiveness. And so I think we have to, too. He he put his son on the cross. His son, we put his son on the cross, but he allowed his son to go on the cross to shed his blood so that forgiveness was ultimately what had to happen. And when it comes to forgiveness, I'll dive right in with both feet right here okay. and yes. tell you that. And this is something that a lot of people deal with, but they don't talk about it, especially Christians. Yes. I got married as a teenager. And when I got married as a teenager, I was not a Christian. I did not accept Jesus as my savior until I was 26 years old. And whenever I got married, I will tell you that it was a very destructive marriage on both sides, both sides. So I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to give you a victim story because our victory can be found um, whenever we aren't looking through the eyes sometimes of victim. And and I have found that sometimes, Tope, that um, we we will build up a wall of unforgiveness that, man, we can't take down the wall without Jesus Christ. Yes, amen to that. So I I like what you just said uh, about secrets holding us bound. And then I also like the fact that when you talk about your earlier marriage, you talk about it from the perspective of, you know, taking ownership. Absolutely. And saying, yeah, it takes two to tango. I have a part in that, but thank you for Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. And, And I will tell you that 
we the time that we when we were married, we did have a child together and I got divorced in my mid-20s. And it was not um, something I was proud of. It was not something that I ever thought I would have on a resume. Never. I even when I started speaking full time, which was 12 years ago, I had someone tell me, don't ever tell anyone that you were married before. See, now I've been married for 25 years to an absolutely godly man who who prays for me. I love Davis Whitehurst. Oh, 25 years this year. However, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That first that first marriage, uh, it, it built walls of bitterness in me. And I will I will never forget whenever he called. Now we share a child. So when you share a child with someone, you do share the rest of your life. That person will always be a part of your life. And so we have to figure out how to forgive for good. Mm-hmm. And he called me one day and he said, I need to ask you to forgive me. Well, I had to ask him to forgive me of some things too. And the woman that he had married, we all know each other. And so it was very difficult, very, very difficult for a long time. And I'm going to, I'm going to forward here and say this. I thought everything had come full circle. I thought forgiveness had happened. I mean, we, we would sit together anytime our child had something, whether it was something at school or even when she got married six years ago. We all sat, you know, we sat together, we laughed together, we we did a wedding together. I, I wouldn't have any problem uh, spending holidays together. That's not a problem. Wow, that's awesome. It, it is. that Now, I'm going to tell you, though, I thought forgiveness had, got, had come full circle, Tope, and then Three years ago, at 10 o'clock at night, she, this is his wife now, and they are strong Christians. Just like my husband and I, we we are all four running the race with endurance. We all four turn our eyes upon Jesus, and and we're all four um, very grateful for grace. Well, when she called me, she said, Tammy, and it was late. We were already in bed. She said, Tammy. We had a meeting tonight and she's on the women's ministry team. Mm-hmm. And she said, they said to her, does they were looking for someone to be a keynote at their church at the women for the women's ministry event. Mm-hmm. She said, Tammy, they asked us if anybody in there knew Tammy Whitehurst. And I laughed because she's known me since my early 20s. She's known me a long time. Yeah, but it takes a huge step to let your husband's first wife come into your world, your circle, your church, and be the women speaker. Because then the secret is out. Yes, <laughs> yes, because people are gonna find out. You know, it's just yes. the way. That's the way it works. And, and and what I had, I didn't finish what somebody had told me. A woman told me when I first started speaking full time, she said, never tell anybody that you were married before because that's career suicide. She said, shh, 
don't tell anybody. I'm so. I'm going to be the first to tell you. She said, people won't hire you to speak if they know that you've been divorced before. I'm going to tell you right now, Tope, that what that caused was a horrible ripple effect because I built a wall that I didn't think that the blood of Jesus could take down. I built a wall that I thought, okay, I've got, I can't let these people know this. And and in the process of that, Satan had a secret. Satan could use the shame that I had in that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Christians are not perfect. We yes. just serve a perfect God. Who is gracious to us. Uh, and who perfectly loves us yes. when we don't love perfect. So we were talking on the phone and I said, and this would have been the first time for me too to really get it all out there and say, you know what? I'm going to tear down this wall. And this is part of my past. So she said, I would like for you to be the speaker if you if you will do that. And we both kind of cried and laughed. And I said, she said, I want you to sit at the same table as me. She said, now, Tammy, you know, people are going to find out. I said, I know. I said, but you know what? I love you. And I know that she loves me. So I went and I was the speaker for this. And sure enough, you know, whispers were happening and we were sitting together and we were eating. And she said, can you tell that people are looking at us? I said, I can. And and I said, you know what, though, what they see is forgiving for good. What they see is full circle forgiveness. And they cannot imagine being able to do that. Well, forgiveness always begins with, I'll call it what we say in the South is eating crow. (laughs) It's eating crow. (laughs) Yes. You own up and you say, Lord, this is in my past. And if you can use it in any way Mm -hmm. to bring people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, if you can use it in any way to show people that forgiveness is the key to living a life abundantly, mm-hmm. to living a life where you can take off the veil and, and you can look through grace-filled glasses. Yeah. And, and it makes you more thankful and more grateful no matter what has happened, whether it is divorce, whether it is abortion, whether it is somebody who is molested, raped, whatever it is. If you can forgive that person, it does not mean that you think that what was done was okay. That's not it at all. What it means is that they are no longer going to control the life that you live. Bitterness will control the life that you live. And Satan loves that because if he can make us have a secret, he can make us sick. He can make us heart sick. And David, if we go back to the Bible, Mm -hmm. when David, it's in Psalms, and he was talking about, you know, at the time, he had had actually, okay, let me go back to a story first here. David and Bathsheba. Yeah. Bathsheba was married to Uriah. 
And Uriah was one of David's top men. But David had an affair with Bathsheba and he got her pregnant. And that was a secret. And he did not want people to know that. And so he had Uriah murdered. Secrets can make us sin. Secrets can make us sick. And what David said in Psalms is this. It made my bones groan. Yeah. That's actually what happens when we have secrets, when we have unforgiveness, when we have bitterness, it will make our bones hurt, our heart ache. And so the only thing that can get rid of that is to know that the impossible is possible with God. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like what you said. Secrets can make us sin. Yes. Secrets can make us be sick. Yes. And they can make our bones to groan. Wow. So I love that story about uh, David. And I love especially when Nathan, the prophet, you know, what he thought was in secret and the enemy was shaming him and God already knew. So, you know, our secrets are safe with God. They're not safe with Satan because he'll come and (laughs) and and attack us and shame us and put us back in the pit. And God brings those secrets to the surface for conviction, for repentance, to turn us back to him. Wow. That's exactly right. Oh, Tope, you just said it so well. That's exactly right. Well, whenever I spoke there, and she has been, she brings her friends to hear me speak. They just didn't know the past that we all had. But they didn't know that she and I, um, that we were both married to him at one time. They didn't know that. Well, now she brings people to retreats where I'm at, where I speak. And forgiving for good is such a powerful thing. And like I was saying, Tope, it doesn't mean that you're saying things um, that what a person did was right. It means what you're saying is, this is no longer going to hold me back. And so you not only forgive the name of the person, though, I want you to, audience out there, I want you to think about what it is that hurt you, that that made your heart so broken that you had your face to the floor. Mm -hmm. You also have to forgive the actions, Mm -hmm. the way that they made you feel. Mm -hmm. You have to say, Lord, I forgive. And you say that person's name for making me feel ugly for making me feel rejected, for making me feel filthy, for making me feel all of these things. You have to forgive the feelings that were attached to that as well, because otherwise Satan will rear his ugly head. And the, and the Bible says that he roams around like a lion looking for someone to devour. Yes. We feed him when we don't when we don't forgive the feelings that were also experienced at the hands of somebody else that hurt us. Well, I absolutely loved speaking at her church. And at at the beginning of this year, she called again. I spoke the first time three years ago. She called again and she said, Tammy, we want you back. I said, girl, I'm coming back. So thank you a lot. Oh, thank you, Lord, because what I have found is that as a woman in ministry, that when we can use our pain to help other people 
discover the power of the cross. Mm-hmm. That is what brings people to Jesus Christ. And, you know, cemeteries, cemeteries are filled, Tope, with, with speakers who never spoke, with laughter that was never shared, with stories that were never wrote. Cemeteries are filled with forgiveness that was never experienced. Cemeteries are filled with unforgiveness that got buried. We can't die with buried treasure. Amen. We, We have to give this to the Lord so he can use it, so we can run free, so that we can experience the chains we have to surrender, and that's one of the most difficult things to do. But it is the only way that we experience the life that God wants us to have. Wow, that is powerful. That is just simply powerful. So it's not only forgiving what happened but forgiving the emotions that are attached to it as well. And I think that that's, you You bring up a really key point there. Many times we say, oh, well, I forgive so-and-so, and then we move right on. But really, have we forgiven? And so what you're recommending is forgiving for good is not just forgiving the action, but also forgiving the emotions that are underlying that, and then surrendering all of the entire package to Christ. And I love what you said, Tony. Do not die with buried treasures. We're meant to be a light. And so, friends, hear what time is sharing with us. This is nugget. This is treasures right here. Do not die with buried treasures. Shine your light. Let go. Forgive for good. Wow. That is powerful. That is powerful. I love that message forgive for good. And I also love how um, the Lord made it so that both of you can serve together. She's also in women's ministry at our church and you're also in women's ministry speaking all over the nation. Wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. So now- That's what God can do. You know, what we often do, I want want to say this part right here, Tobey, what we often do- Yes. We know God can do anything, but we wonder if he will do it for us. Mm. We we know he can, and we pray that he would help everybody else, but we wonder if he'll do it for us. I want to tell your listeners, God can do it for you. Amen. Yeah, God can do it for you. And so... You touched on this. Yeah, uh, you touched on this. I think in your Facebook uh, page yesterday, and you touched on it in your in your conversation today as well about the power of friendships. So, yeah. how important is friendship in our lives? Oh my goodness, friendship! God designed friendships, and friendships whenever, whenever. God puts people together and sometimes he puts people together for a long time, all their life. Mm -hmm. And then others, he may put them together for a season that they need each other in their life. However, when God orchestrates a friendship and it's the one thing that women so desire, they desire to have friends, but so often because of trust issues, Tope, 
they can't cross that line of, can I trust her? Can I not trust her? And then they they have to deal with that whole thing of Satan's whispering, she's not going to like you. Nobody likes you. All the things that come along with that as well. If she knew what you did, she wouldn't be your friend. I just hate the lies of the enemy because I do talk a lot about friendship whenever I write because of the power of it. We all need that inner circle of friends who, no matter what we've done, the good, the bad, or the ugly, they will still bombard heaven with our name. And whenever we fall on their shoulder and cry. They will pet our hair and, and they will, God will use them to tell us what he wants us to hear. We've got to have those kind of friends. And if we don't have those kind of friends, pray for those kind of friends. Because you're not, I always say to pay that it's kind of like if you take a rock and you drop it in the water and you've got all these circles that come apart from that. Well, that first little circle where you drop the rock is the smallest. That's your inner circle of friends. That's that group of friends you can trust through thick and thin. And usually that's not very many. That's a very small group who oh my goodness, they are there for you. They pray for you. They love you. And they also tell you like it is. They will hold you accountable. Now, as those circles get further and further out, that that bleeds into acquaintances. And and those are good too. But we've got to have those, that inner circle of friends who we know God has put together for such a time as this. They don't see through us, but they help us see through life so that we can get through it. Those are the friends who bombard heaven with our name. Amen to that. Um, So, so, wow. So, uh, Tammy, to make this real for our friends, uh, can you give an example of a time when you know, you've had friends come around and rally around you, just like you described? Oh, my goodness. Um, yes. There was a time whenever, and it was several years ago, that I dealt with some situational depression. Um, my heart was just broken about something with um, with my children, and I, and I was, I was low. And I had one friend in particular. Her name is Rita. Rita has been in my inner circle for a very long time. And she would call to make sure I was okay. She would hug me without even talking to me sometimes. She would let me just vent. And she would always tell me that God was going to make a way. And I always knew that she was praying me through Rita has been my friend since my early 20s. Rita has walked through a lot of life with me, and I've walked through a lot of life with her. Mm -hmm. And there have been times whenever we live about 45 minutes apart, but there have been times when I felt like she was my next door neighbor because she was so close Mm -hmm. to me. I can't even put into words how valuable that kind of friend is 
the friend who, if they can't pick you up, Tope, when you are flat on the ground, if they can't pick you up, they will lay on the ground with you Yes. until you can stand back up. Yes. Thank you for sharing that example. And I think that that makes it real and gives our listeners what uh, a picture of what that looks like. We all need friends to come alongside of us. We are not meant to do this life alone. And uh, so if you don't have a community, if you don't have friends around you, start little, start with that one ripple and just ask the Lord to build that circle out so that you can have people to come alongside of you as you journey through this life. Um, Tammy, thank you again for sharing today about forgiveness and forgiving for good. And then the power of friendship, how we're not meant to go through life alone. We're meant to have others come alongside of us and support us. So what's one thing that our guests can take away from our conversation today that you would like to leave with them? I would like to leave with them. First John 4, 4. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And so no matter what the world throws at you, God still loves you. No matter what you've done, no matter what has been done to you, God truly wants to use you. And if you're not dead, you're not done. And Mary Demuth, because some people think that they're too old to do certain things. No, if you're not dead, you're not done. But my friend Mary Demuth says this. Sometimes it takes a long time for God to do something suddenly. I hope that after you have listened to this today, that you realize that the impossible is possible with God. Amen. The impossible is possible with God. Thank you so much, Tani. And so as we round up, how can people connect with you? I would love to connect with any of your people, Tope. If they want to connect with me, they can go to TammyWhitehurst.com mm-hmm. and they can email me through there. They can also find me on Facebook through my website, or at Tammy Whitehurst Speaker. Now, Tammy Whitehurst Speaker is where I run a devotional every single Monday through Friday designed to kick life up a notch. And if they try to friend me on my personal one, Facebook's going to tell them that I've already met the friend limit, which, which is crazy. But <laughs> if they will go to Tammy Whitehurst Speaker, uh-huh. they they can find that devotional. And I would love to just connect with them through there or through my website. If they need somebody to bombard heaven with their name, if they need somebody to pray for them through a situation, especially something that has to do with forgiveness, I would consider it an honor to pray with them and for them. Thank you. Thank you, Tani. And uh, you have a free resource that you're offering. Can you tell us more a little bit about that? You know what? If they go to TammyWhitehurst.com, they there's going to be a little box that comes up and it says, if you would like a 30-day devotional sent to your email box and they can print it out, they can print it out, make copies and give it out. They, but 
they can get that if they just sign up for it. Now, if they sign up for it, I'm going to say this. Once a month, they're going to get something from me called a happy mail. And it has all kinds of suggestions and different things. But it also has a, a sign up that says, if you would like to Zoom and have coffee and conversation, then be one of the first 15 people to respond. And then what I do is I send out a Zoom link. And once a month, me and 15 of those people get on a Zoom. We drink coffee. We have conversation like we live next door to each other. Wow. Now, that is awesome. So I I encourage you to take advantage of this offer that Tammy is offering. Uh, personally, I know Tammy. She has a great heart. And you would have a wonderful time with her. Uh, she also has a book. So tell us a little bit about your devotional book. I do. It's called High Heels and Hallelujahs. <laughs> and <laughs> they can get that. That is an interesting me. title. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they can get that directly from me. So if they are interested in High Heels and Hallelujahs, it's, a, it's also a devotional. And it's got, it makes us laugh. It makes us cry. And it takes us through every emotion in between, but it really takes us to a point where we want to get closer to the Lord. Wow. Thank you again, Tammy. Uh, really appreciate that. And we will have the uh, information about these resources on the show notes as well. So, um, Tammy, thanks again. Uh, thank you for being here on Treasures and Truth Podcast. I hope that Tammy's story imp- inspires you to forgive for good and then to look for a community, to get in community with others to support you through whatever situations you may be going through. Uh, lastly, we'll have show notes at hiddentreasuresandriches.com. And if you like this podcast, can I ask you a favor? Can you please subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review? This helps to get the podcast noticed. So again, thank you for being here. And I would like to say, remember, God has answers. Whether you have relationship issues at home or at work or any other crisis or challenges in life, God has answers. He loves you. God bless. And until next time, we'll see you again.